Batman villain here. I have mentioned my YouTube uh, channel. It's been around for a while. And by the way, I drive a 2017 Volvo XC90. So that's kind of a nice car. So fuck you, bye. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, did you get a suit yet for that wedding? No, no, but I, I'll tell you what I have, what I, what I have gotten together and I've gotten my, my, my prayers every night, every night I, I pray to the, to the empty void, to the black womb of the abyss that the next morning when I wake up, I'll have the courage to end my own life. So then you don't have to go to a wedding every, yeah, every day I am denied this. Courage. <laughs> Maybe By Lord Satan woman. will answer you tonight. You never yeah. know. Then, you know I, 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 I'm so like I'm just. Uh, th- these are the things in life that, like you know, the opposite of the, of the John Coltrane, favorite. <laughs> you know, the, not the, the the kitten livers or whatever. Like, it's like these John are the things Coltrane's diarrhea that fucking here. make me crazy. Like I, uh, so many times I'm almost like I'm not going to the wedding. I'm not doing it. This is hard. I just, you know, I just hate weddings. Yeah, I don't like weddings. And this month is the month of weddings for me. I have a wedding this fucking weekend in Denver. I have a wedding next weekend here for uh, Lenora that that you're fretting about, and then I have a, a wedding the following weekend in New York. Right. That's a lot of fucking weddings in one month. Right. And you know, I was trying to explain this to my girlfriend and my my girlfriend's mother that. I just hate weddings. She's like, why would you hate weddings? You get free food, you get free booze, and you get to listen to music. And I'm like, you know. Yeah, I'm not a I, hobo. You know, <laughs> I could do all those things on my own. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's well, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a fucking bum. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that this is my handout. I don't even give a shit about the free food. Yeah. You know, the, the weird thing about the weddings, the, the stream of weddings I have to go to. So the wedding tomorrow or this weekend in Denver is more like a friend wedding. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like they basically just rented like the back of a bar. And it's like there's a taco truck and they're going to have one of their like friends, you know, one of their bearded hip friends marry them. And everyone's going to get really wasted and there'll probably be a lot of drugs there. I don't mind that wedding. It's, it's, I mean, unless, except for the fact that it's in fucking Denver. I don't mind that kind of wedding because the pressure is kind of off. There's no family. There's no like fucking stupid toasts. It's just kind of like, yeah, right. hang out. Those, those kinds of weddings do tend to, 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 to fall off as you leave your 20s or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. You to don't get older. Usually yeah. those kinds of weddings get rarer. You don't really have those. So, so this one will be kind of fun, you know, but it, it's in Denver. But Lenora's wedding will be a very interesting wedding. Like those aging hipster weddings where it's like, do you, punk rock Jimmy, take Betty Rage to be your lawfully wedded wife? You know? Usually those like, are done by the, the time you're 35. What's that? By the time you're 35, you don't go to those anymore. Sure you do. I've gone to them. After 35? The y- hip yeah. weddings? 
We're going to one in a week, kind of. You know? Yeah, well, that's hers is going to be interesting. Oh, okay, okay. But it's also going to be extremely hip. You know, like fucking Pee Wee Herman's supposed to be there. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be like, I don't, I mean, who knows? It's going to be wacky. I forget where it is, but it's at like some wacky venue. And uh, yeah, and there's a bunch, bunch of like weird famous people. Because she knows a lot of weird celebrities. Because yeah. she's it's like, gonna a, be, It's going to be a who's who of why the fuck do I live here? Yeah, that, it's one um, of those kind of things. It's like, <laughs> seriously, what is this fucking place I live in? Mm um, but it should be interesting. And then the third one I go to in New York is like a fucking black tie wedding. I have to get a tux. Like, mm. have you ever had to deal with that? Who's getting married? James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, it's uh, my girlfriend's cousin who I, I guess her family's really, really wealthy. And uh, yeah, they want to have like a black tie thing. And I was like, does that mean I have to wear a tux? And she's like, you'll probably be the only person there not in a tux. Mm. And I was just like, gee, wait, the last time I wore a tux was in prom. Mm. Like when I went to prom. I, I have a tux. I, I only What do you I have a tux it. for? I went to Cannes Film Festival one year and you need a tux to go to the, the premiere things. Oh, to go to Cannes, huh? Yeah. Do you ever wear Have you ever worn it? No, not since, the, it? since Cannes. It's, I, I, I don't even, it's not even here, I don't think. It's in Rhode Island, you know? <laughs> I, so. what, do you buy those or do you rent those? I bought it because it was like I needed it for like a week in France. So I just bought the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm fucking dreading it. I just hate weddings. I fucking mm. do. Uh, Colorado will be interesting though. Um, we're actually staying at the, uh, one night at the Hotel Stanley mm. where uh, Stephen King based The Shining. Right. It wasn't filmed there, but that's where Stephen King was inspired by it. Um, it was filmed in front of a live studio audience. I think it was. Mm -hmm. and they, yeah, you could hear the laugh track. That's right. It's great. Um, but the thing is with uh, Colorado, and this is what's interesting about it, mm. is I wonder if we're going to come across any cattle mutilation. I'm not sure. You, okay. <laughs> that what, would, what, what happens if you do? What are you going to do? I don't know. I, I'm just wondering about it. You How know, is it going to change your day? You know? It might. I definitely am going to take some pictures. Okay. If I saw some cattle mutilation around. Uh, the reason I'm bringing up cattle mutilation is Colorado mm. in the 1970s was a site of this rash of cattle mutilation. Like 8,000 bulls were, were disemboweled with their like genitals well, yeah, it was, cut it was, off. I mean, it was huge back then. It was like you got you got your pet rock, you got your KC and the Sunshine Band record, and you got your fondue plate. And you got your, you know, your and you got your uh, cattle. cattle, you know, your cow head sliced in half with a you laser. Know, there, there are a lot of theories love it. about what happened with those cows, but nothing ever proven. Right. You know, a um, lot of theories, theories ranging from uh, black op operations with the government, mm -hmm. black ops, um, malicious uh, farmers, cults, the chupacabra. Yep. And of course, aliens. It's always aliens. The uh, reason I'm bringing it up, though, is the cattle mutilations happened in the 70s. It's like mid-70s. Kind of petered out in the 80s, even though uh, Bob Larson, you know Bob Larson, the televangelist? Oh, yes. Exorcist. Um, he kept peddling the whole, it's a cult that's using the bull genitals for their rituals. I don't know what kind of okay. bull penis rituals these cults do. Right. 
But uh, I don't know why. I mean, you could probably just go into like a fucking, you know, Mexican grocery store and get a fucking bull testicles or something. Dude, you can go to Petco what? and get a bully stick. That's a bull dick. Okay. Yeah, you, you don't need to go, you know, sneaking onto Farmer Johnson's land, you know? <laughs> just and removing their genitals yeah. with surgical precision. You don't, you don't need, need to go sneaking onto Cliven Bundy's <laughs> ranch or whatever, you know? Although that would be funny if you did do that, because that guy kind of deserves it. That whole family's, got, like, insane. Yeah. They, yeah. They, were they, wait, was that in Oregon where they kind of took yes. over? it was also that family, yeah. Well, so that's interesting because They're a menace. They're the like reason the fucking, why yeah. I'm bringing up these cattle killings is because it's back. Like it mm. happened back in the 70s and it was like a big deal. Satanic panic. People were saying it was the aliens. People were saying it was the government. And then it kind of disappeared. It just, you know, a couple here and there, but nothing really happened up until end of July, early August, five bulls were found dead in Oregon. Mm. And it's, it's the same thing. These were healthy bulls, Hereford bulls, I guess, found dead within days of each other, completely yeah. drained of blood, sex organ and tongues removed with surgical precision. Right. No tracks, no signs of struggle, just dead bulls, dead bloodless bulls. That's weird. Well, I mean, they shouldn't have fucking opened their big mouths, you know? Talking shit. Cattle's yeah, always talking talk, shit. Talk shit, get hit. So it happened. You get cut. You know? mm -hmm. And plus it happened in Salem, Oregon. Right. I don't know. Plus they were, they were, you know, they were fucking turning tricks out in Whitechapel, weren't they? Those bulls? They always do that. They get, they get the same treatment. As, and they were dressing as, sexy. As, uh, Mary, the fuck is her name? <laughs> Mary, I want to say Mary Shelley. Mary Kelly. Thank Mary you. Mary Kelly. Yeah. Whitechapel. Right. Um, these, these bulls were all found on the Sylvie's Valley Ranch, which is in Salem, Oregon. Uh, the first bull was found in a timbered ravine. No indication had been shot. Hadn't been attacked by predators or, or even eaten by like insects or poisonous plants. It's just the sex organs, tongue removed, and all the blood completely drained. Okay. And that is exactly what happened to all those cattle in the 70s in Colorado. Mm. Next few days, four more bulls found within 1.5 miles of the original one. Once again, no tracks, same deal. Uh, genitals, tongue removed, all the blood gone. Um, so ranch hands here in uh, the Sylvie's Ranch have been advised to travel how in were the, pairs. How were they killed? They go armed. Like, were they killed and then had their shit removed? Well, that's, and, that's, and if so, how were they killed? That's the question. I'm okay. thinking aliens came down, okay. blasted them with their alien blasters, okay. took them into their uh, shuttles, drained them of blood, and then chucked them on the UFO. Wouldn't there be blaster, you know, I don't know. residue or something? I'm not an alien. They might have like uh, blasters that can just leave no marks. Okay. You know? Just like the men in black. So they, 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 so they traveled what from another fucking dimension another <laughs> galaxy just to fucking like fuck up a cow maybe it was the chupacabra sucked all the blood out of it yeah i could see it and then ate its dick yeah like just cut its dick right off and was like i'm gonna eat this later chupacabras but do that <laughs> it's the chupacabra though it's not the chupacarne 
you know? <laughs> yeah, well, so. maybe he wanted to pull a prank with a cow dick. Okay. It's a funny thing to have around. Yeah. Um, true. But yeah, no one knows what happened here. No one even knows how they died. And uh, ranch management and law enforcement suspect that someone, a human, killed those bulls. So that's mm-hmm. why they're telling their, uh, their employees to go around armed. Um, there's been a lot of calls coming around now, speculations. Uh, theories range from scavengers like carrion bugs eating the carcasses to people attacking the animals to cause financial harm to the, to the Sylvie's ranch. Mm. I don't know if that guy's got a lot of enemies. I don't know if there's a lot of competition in the ranch world. Yeah, I don't know. But that's a weird way to leave a message, but you never know. It's Dr. Phil. It's not like he, like the, the, the owner of the ranch here, Colby Marshall, woke up with a cow head in his bed. <laughs> Although that would have been great. Ah, ah! <laughs> you gotta man, you gotta put Johnny Fontaine in your movie. I don't know where I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. <laughs> I'm Colby Marshall. I have to ask you to leave my land this instant. That's that, like, if your name is Colby Marshall and you're not like a cattle rancher, then something has gone horribly wrong. Yeah, exactly. That's, I was just thinking that's, that's that like name. the quintessential name yeah. for cattle rancher. Yeah. Kobe Marshall. It's like you got to do that. Mm. Maybe country singer or both. Or sheriff. One person suggested that the deputy, Deputy Dan Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Come on. Okay. It's too much. It's too much. Um, They suggested that Deputy Jenkins look for craters underneath the carcasses, saying that would be evidence that the bulls had been levitated into a spaceship, mutilated, and then dropped back to the ground. Well, they they told me to come out here and look for some craters, but I think they just want to get rid of me so they can go to the Ben and Jerry's. (laughs) That's a plausible theory there. Poor Jenkins. Colby, good old Colby Marshall, said... Mm. Um, his theory is he thinks it's a crime that's being perpetuated by some sort of cult. Mm-hmm. Probably the Scientologists. I think right. it's Tom Cruise. Just like they're like Tom Cruise needs to feed. Let's just let him go. Well, you know what? That's actually not the stupidest idea in the world. <laughs> what, that the Scientologists did it or a cult? No, no, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> that's dumb. Uh, a cult is, is, is a likely candidate, and I'll tell you why. The um, uh, what are they called? The El- Eleusian uh, mystery cults of the ancient Greece. Eleusian mystery cults of ancient yeah. Greece. They were the cults like that a, were dedicated like, to to Dionysus. And what they do is they they'd have like they'd get um, re- uh, you know, re- divine psychedelic revelations, and they'd sit they'd um all go in a pit. And then they uh, bleed the bull over the pit, like through a grate. And then the bull would bleed onto them. And then they would get like a, I don't know, I think they'd also like inhale some shit. And then they'd ha- get uh, religious, you like know, religious hallucinations and things like yeah. wow. Yeah. Huh, so, so they would just kill the drain. Maybe that explains the draining of the blood. That would explain the draining of the blood. Yeah. Do they wear the bull's genitals on their head, like some kind of hat? It wouldn't surprise me because I think it's like afterwards you you go to the Bacchanal, you know, you go to the orgy. And they're like, that's an amazing set of bull testicles you have on your forehead. It's like, thank you. Where did you you get that hat? (laughs) Po-sha-po. So this case 
is eerily recalling, eerily reminiscent of the mutilations of livestock across the West and Midwest in the 1970s that struck fear throughout rural areas. Thousands of cattle, like 8,000 cattle, uh, were found dead with the reproductive organs, sometimes part of their faces, completely removed. And this is uh, in territory range, like in Colorado, all the way up to uh, New Mexico. Mm. I mean, it's an insane story. It's, it's crazy that this is even happening. So I was looking into it, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, the you know, cattle mutilation is something that's happened. I mean, it happened in the 70s, but it's actually happened before that. The earliest known documented outbreak of unexplained livestock deaths was in 1606 in London mm-hmm. and some of the shires adjoining. Now, these were sheep, but whole okay. slaughters of sheep happened, sometimes around like 100, 200 sheep. Um, their tallow and inward parts, their organs were taken, but the whole carcass and fleece was remaining behind. Hmm. Um, the prevailing theory at the time Scotsman. was that a, <laughs> they said they fireworks. Love, they love the stomachs and all the guts in there. Yeah, that's what, isn't right. it like just uh, what they normally eat? Yeah, yeah, they love it. But in, uh, in, in England, they recommend, they well, I guess the first, the real theory of what they decided it was, and this is in the records of the court of James I, James I, uh, was the result of fireworks, people sticking fireworks in the arses of sheep for fun. Hmm. I didn't even know they had fireworks back then, like 1606, did they? They did, what, yeah. Who made fireworks? pretty new. Like China? I mean, China the Chinese have had them forever. Hmm. But, we, you know, they started using cannons in the 1500s in Europe. So they, so. so what are these, like, M80s that they're just shoving in sheep's anuses? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Charles Fort, this is centuries later, 1931. Oh, yeah, I love in, Charles Fort. He's an investigator of unusual phenomena. He said he found in the early 20th century that there were reports of religious revivalism and strange lights in the sky around areas where uh, sheep were murdered. Now, the first cattle mutilation in the United States was in 1967 in Colorado. That's what I'm saying. Colorado's kind of like a hotbed of weird alien activity. Right. Um, Colorado resident Nellie Lewis found her horse Lady, also known as Snippy, dead in a pasture with her heart and brain missing and the skin and flesh cleanly cut away above the shoulders. No tracks around the body, and there were strange ringed indentations and burn marks nearby. Hmm. Yeah. Um, at the time, I mean, there's the initial investigations couldn't suggest any theories as to explain Snippy's death. And many started believing it's the first time that they thought that a UFO was responsible. And I if guess that's there are true, these aliens have like the sophistication of like fucking teenagers. You know? Well, I mean, they cleanly cut like, the flesh let's, away. Let's dissect this here. This here animal and see what's look. I cut its face off and it it what's behind it. It's like a different kind of face. Isn't that cool? I learned that. But isn't that hey, what stick predator a firework did? up that one's ass? Let's see what happens. You know. But isn't that what predator did? I guess he was taking the with the whole like uh, vertebrae and everything. Yeah, but it was he was a hunt. You know, you can't. Hunt yeah, I guess a cow. he was hunting. I mean, it's yeah. I yeah. guess you're not really doing that. Yeah. But also, it's like why would they want the cows? Wouldn't it? I mean, you get one of them. Why 8,000 of them? Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, like, and also, it's like, if it was aliens, you'd think they could just, like, 
you clone know, them rather or than throw it out their fucking you know spacecraft they you could think they could wait until they get into space and then just you know airlock the fucking just thing. eight thousand cow corpses just floating around floating around in space in space yeah. i kind of like the idea of them just like this is gonna be funny just throwing cows right out of the saucer mm. smashing people's pacers yeah i guess so um so a lot of people at the time believe that ufos are responsible and this is the first time that people ever really th- start thinking about ufos like i don't know what i mean did they have ufos in the 50s weren't people like deciding yeah, ufos like, back then the theory the big theory is that ufos started activity like U- ufo activity really started up in the late 1940s and the, the reason people say is because we harnessed the power of the atom. We detonated. We detonated an atom bomb, and that's what drew them. And then to that's Earth. when other, you know, interstellar entities took an interest. In oh, our, because we achieved that level of uh, yes. technology. Yeah, like like in that Star Trek movie. Yeah, the Star Trek movie with the yeah, what was that warp contact. speed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warp yeah. Speed. Uh, later autopsies of uh, Snippy ruled that the horse's death was a result of a barbed wire accident, someone putting the horse out of its misery, mm. and then the work of natural predators. So there really was no account of so aliens predator, here. So it was predator, is what you're well, saying. <laughs> mm. um, in 1975, a uh, renowned UFO- UFOologist, John Keel, published The Mothman Prophecies. Yeah, he's great. He recounts multiple stories of cattle, horse, dog, and sheep mutilation spanning mm. decades. And he draws possible connections to the vampiric killings and exsanguination of four people in Yugoslavia. He says he argues that the phenomenon of animal mutilation shares qualities of the UFO's hostility to humans. Mm. So maybe. Maybe uh, they're just like, you know, fuck you. We're going to kill fuck your you. Fuck you guys. We're take, you know, but they, like they could just take like two bulls and two cows and then just like breed them themselves or clone them or something. Why do they? Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? You know, Snippy's death, though, was the first uh, popularized incident of animal mutilation starting, you know, many people speculate about aliens, uh, but there, but it wasn't typical. It didn't share many of the qualities to classic mutilation. So an average mutilation will involve some or all the following qualities. Cut jaw, tongue glands missing, sex organs, navel, and nipples missing, anus and surrounding glands missing, um, blood drains, drainage, uh, loss of other organs, including eyes. Hmm. So Snippy, I mean, the way Snippy was uh, mutilated just didn't seem to make sense. Hmm. Like, uh, it didn't, didn't, yeah, it didn't make sense. Uh, It did, though, however, um, the absence of tracks... I mean, that's kind of a commonality there. Right. Uh, there are no, uh, the, there's always, with all these cattle mutilations, the absence of tracks or footprints around the side of the mutilated carcass is often considered a hallmark. Um, although in some cases, strange marks or imprints near the site have been found. So uh, in, this, in the Snippy case, there's an absolute absence of tracks within like a 100-foot radius of the carcass, but within this radius, there were small holes found punched in the ground and two bushes completely flattened hmm. which probably leads you to believe that uh maybe a flying saucer a very small flying saucer yeah. just landed on it with marvin the martian 
Um, in uh, New Mexico, June 1976, another site of cattle mutilation, a trail of suction cup-like impressions were found leading from a mutilated three-year-old cow. That's the other thing. Most of this cattle, they've been between four and five years old. So that's kind of, uh, that's kind of odd, too. Can you insure your livestock? I, th- I think they do. And if, you, and if you do, does it cover weird shit like this? You know, I, that's a good question. I think they do, but, you know, it costs, it, it costs a lot of money. Like, these cattle are expensive. Yeah, they're like three grand for a cow and like five grand for a bull, basically. Is that how much it costs? How do you know yeah. that? I just looked it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I just looked it up on drovers.com, okay? <laughs> it's just something you know because you looked it up in the past. Like, just mm. thinking about it, becoming mm. a ranch hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like your broke back mountain fantasy. Um, yeah, I have mad cow disease. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, laboratory, uh, laboratory reports here carried out on some of the mutilated animals have shown unusually high or low levels of vitamins or minerals in the tissue and the presence of chemicals not normally found in animals. Mm. That's a little weird. So here's, here's a number of explanations that, uh, that seem to be the most uh, frequently used explanations for this okay. oddly disputed phenomena here. Uh, there's the U.S. government explanation. That's a big one. So in uh, May 1979, because they're, you know, after increasing public pressure, the FBI launched an investigation that they called Operation Animal Mutilation, um, led by an agent named Kenneth Rommel. Uh, his final report concluded that the mutilations were predominantly the result of natural predation, but that some contained anomalies that could not be accounted for by conventional wisdom. But they didn't identify anybody responsible for it. And you can actually read all the details of this investigation at the uh, Freedom of Information Act. They have it on this website. I started looking at it, but it's like you couldn't even, it's like such a shit, like a poorly scanned copy mm-hmm. that you can't even really use it. Um, at the same time, the ATF launched their own investigation. And uh, the ATF said uh, they found that there's evidence that some of the mutilated animals had been tranquilized and treated with an anticoagulant prior to the mutilation. So the, and they said that the surgical techniques had become more professional over time. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's aliens. They're honing their skills. Um, natural causes. Uh, Blowflies have been implicated as possible scavengers. Uh, Missing or mutilated mouth, lips, and anus and genitalia are explained as as a a contraction, I guess, due to dehydration and the actions of small scavengers that just consume the body where the skin is the thinnest. Mm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Maybe. Um, uh, The action of carrion feeding insects such as blowflies or carrion birds such as vultures tend to eat the animal's eyes. And uh, often the insects go through the openings of the mouth and anus in order to feed on the uh, internal organs. So that kind of explains why the organs are missing. Uh, The absence of blood. Blood pooling in the lowest points of the body will break down to its basic organic components. So the blood just kind of drains out of it once once the uh, the animal's been cut open. Uh, They say dehydration. Is that what happens to anyone? I don't think so. Well, it says uh, blood that's external to the body or in the area of a wound can be consumed by insects, too. 
Uh, but yeah, they, I mean, they say that the. the but blood I mean, wouldn't just they pulls. notice the blood? Wouldn't they? Wouldn't be like it's been drained of its blood. See, the blood is right there below it on the ground. You know. Well, the other thing too, it's like mm. what what happens? The, does it doesn't just evaporate? Right. You know. It's not sperm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is the sperm missing? Mm. They didn't really say that. Um, let's see. Some ranchers. Uh, some ranchers have disputed this, these, these scientifically mainstream natural cause hypotheses here. Um, they say that the animals were completely healthy and showed no sign of disease prior to death, and they're large and strong enough to not really be a target for a predator. So it doesn't make sense that these healthy animals could be uh, victims of this type of, uh, of uh, mutilation. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I guess it makes sense. And that's the thing with these in uh, Oregon. These were like his prize animals like the you know five-year-old uh, healthy bulls yeah so it kind of doesn't make sense now this is probably this is kind of what i think i'm leaning towards is human intervention animal cruelty and human activity um a lot of them say that the uh, the bulk of these mutilations result of predation and natural processes but the anomalies can be explained that there are humans out there who derive pleasure or sexual stimulation from mutilating animals. If there's one thing you've learned from this show, is that people are viruses with shoes. I think it was Bill right. Hicks. <laughs> but yeah, they they are deviants, and they do terrible things. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's just some like serial killer who's just you know in the making here that's just having fun. Yeah, he'll graduate. You know, <laughs> he's gonna graduate. Or, you know, at the same time, I wouldn't even be surprised if it's like some weird pranksters. Or studio gangsters. Or studio gangsters. What about, you know, those, uh, the corn markings that they've seen in the fields? Right. Those corn, like the patterns in the cornfields. Did they say those are like prankers? Yeah, I believe so. So, I don't know. I mean, people go out there. It was like some guy or something. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I mean, these Mm -hmm. people go out and fucking tip over cows or try to at least. I wouldn't be surprised if they go and mutilate them with knives and surgical instruments. Uh, the cult hypothesis is a very popular like we're one. We're no more mature than the aliens. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we're not dropping them out of... Well, maybe we are dropping them out of yeah, aircraft. We would if we could. Yeah. Uh, cult seems very plausible. Um, you know, a lot of people, especially in the 70s, when the whole satanic panic was going around, I mean... There's a lot of paranoia back then and growing cons- like national concern. I mean, didn't they have a uh, the Jones, you know, the Jonestown happened in the 70s? Yep. You had uh, a Manson a few years prior. You had a lot of cult stuff because after, you know, after like the hippies and the drugs of the 60s, that, that's when you got Jesus freaks came about, you know. Yeah, Hippie, and the hippies who found Christ, you know, and and all sorts of weird groups and cults. And yeah, and that's the the satanic panic started, you know, in the with the with rock and roll music. Yeah, I mean, well, that's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and also, I don't know of any satanic ritual that involves bull sacrificing. You know, the bull. There are ancient ritual. pagan religions that involve bull sacrificing. Drinking blood, you know. Maybe I don't know, but what about like uh, what? When did the satanic church formed around that time too? So people had Satan on the mind. I guess so, but I mean, it's, it's a metaphor, you know? It doesn't really make sense. However, yeah. there were some unusual incidents that happened um, that were reported on during this time. Um, 
this guy named Donald Flickinger from the U.S. Treasury Department. So of they course, each, he's from. The, everybody has a name. That sound, <laughs> you know, okay, sure. He uh, he said that there were various reports during this time of menacing groups prowling around the mutilation sites. In September 1975, a Forestry Service employee in Idaho reported seeing a group of people walking around in black hooded robes. Several cattle were found mutilated in the area the following day. I don't believe that for a goddamn second. <laughs> I just like. Do you really think that menacing groups of people could just go walking around at like a cattle ranch without getting fucking shot to death immediately? Like, no. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, but if you were like camping and you just kind of saw in the forest, like a group of like eight people wearing hoods, would you go up and take a closer look or would you just be like, "Eh, I think I'll just go back to the cabin. If I, who am I in this scenario? I'm sorry. Just you. Like, let's say you're at Yellowstone and you're like, you know, taking a little walk in the woods and you're like, oh shit, there's like eight dudes in fucking hoods. Hanging around. Yeah, I'd probably check it out, but I'm a weird, I'm an outlier, so don't go by what I do. Hi, I'm Harrison. How's it going? Yeah. yeah. No, it sounds, it looks cool. If they're doing something, it looks like they're doing something cool. I'd wanna, I, I would want to know yeah. what was happening. On October 9th, 1975, a motorist on U.S. Highway 95, also in Idaho, uh, reported to police that there were 15 masked individuals formed, that formed a roadblock with linked arms forced him to turn around so i don't know all right this all sounds mysterious right these are cattle killing cults um the cult hypothesis kind of waned you know the uh, interest public interest kind of waned during the 1980s but it was still maintained by colorado-based television evangelist good old bob larson do you ever see bob larson's show that he had yeah, I- yeah, we talked about it. With his daughters? Oh, no, no. I've just gone to see him. Oh, no, yeah, time. live. You yeah. can actually, I highly recommend that, people. If you ever get a chance to see Bob Larson do an exorcism live, definitely do it because it's hilarious. But he had the show, well, I guess his daughters. There were like these three do- girls that would go out and perform exorcisms. I, I think it lasted a couple seasons. But his daughters were kind of hot. Yeah, like, I'm, I remember seeing a picture of them. Yeah, I was just like, wow. I would, yeah, I would love to uh, pretend to be possessed. He's be a weird guy too because he like he he hates heavy metal, but he probably knows more about heavy metal than like you, you know. Yeah, he's a weird guy. When I yeah. uh, when I saw him at the exorcism at uh, I forget what hotel it was by LAX, I actually gave him a sick and wrong card, and he was like, oh, "I'll totally come on your podcast." Mm. And I emailed him like you know five times. He never responded. I said, "We should get him to try again." Yeah. I mean, he did radio for years. He had D. Snyder on his show. Right. Uh, the FBI and ATF were unable to find appropriate evidence, uh, you know, including signs of inconsistency between the mutilations, to substantiate that the animals had been victims of any form of ritual sacrifice or organized mutilation efforts. So they kind of never really uh, substantiated that cult theory, you know? Okay. Uh, this one's kind of popular, though, here, is that the government... And the military was doing experimentation on the animals. So uh, in 1997, a guy named Charles T. Oliphant, who's a cattle mutilation researcher, that's his title, <laughs> <laughs> he wrote an article called The Dead Cows I've Known. 
<laughs> to all the dead cows I've known before. Um, he speculates that uh, it was a result of covert research into emerging cattle diseases, much like mad cow disease, and the possibility that they could be transmitted to humans. Covert so, research? Yep, he into, posits. Into yeah, I he, disguised myself as a cow, but I, I have to have a person in the back. Steve! Stop it. You're bunching up on me. You know, he's in like a big cow costume. How do you yeah, go covertly? Quite... How do you do that research? Well, though, he's covertly? claiming that the military was doing covert research. Oh, I thought he get... was. Okay, all right. <laughs> but I do like the idea. Yeah. If he was that dedicated and that like, you know, uh, yeah. passionate of a cattle mutilation researcher, he would have worn a cow suit with his buddy Steve and waited to, to be attacked. The, yeah. The, but the military can afford their own fucking cows. They don't need to kill... Uh, Colby banana fish or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> they don't need to kill his cows, you know? Well, he said part of his hypothesis is that uh, there are allegations that human pharmaceuticals were found in the mutilated cattle. That explains the weird chemicals. Um, he cites one of his, uh, to support his, his hypothesis here, uh, he cites the Reston Ebola virus case in which plainclothes military officers traveled in unmarked vehicles entered a research facility in Reston, Virginia to secretly retrieve and destroy animals that were uh, contaminated with an infectious disease. Oh, I see. Yeah, mm. apparently that had happened uh, before. Um, a biochemist here, Combe Kelleher, said that uh, he thinks it's a clandestine U.S. Mm. government effort to track the spread of bovine, spongiform, encephalopathy, mad cow disease, mm. and to weaponize it. And that the other thing that kind of, uh, I guess, sort of gives support to some of their theories here, that in the areas of cattle, where the cattle, like the cattle mutilation sites here, there are black helicopters flying by. In 1979, April 8th, three police officers in Dulce, New Mexico, mm-hmm. saw a mysterious aircraft resembling U.S. military helicopters hovering around a site following a wave of mutilation which claimed 16 cows. And, All right. Coincidence? I think not. No. I don't know. The reports of helicopter involvement have been used to explain why a lot of these cattle appear to have been dropped from considerable heights. So maybe the military is just coming down, scooping up the cattle, and just dropping them. See what happens. Sure, that makes sense. That makes total sense. I mean, the the mad cow disease thing kind of makes sense. Like, if they thought that they were infected. That they could, Um, like, weaponize it? I guess. I mean, well, if they were, it depends. Like, if they were... killing the farmer's cattle because they thought they were infected. That's one thing. Although they could just use eminent domain to buy the things, which would probably be less cause less panic. Um, (laughs) But if they wanted to like experiment with it, they could get their own fucking cows, you know? Yeah. I don't understand. And and actually experiment in, in a, in a closed circuit. That's not, you know what I mean? These these cows are healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it, you know, like account a, for everything. Like, why would they? What, I don't know. It's weird. Um, a lot of these the fervent UFO believers here attribute the black helicopters not to aliens, but to the government in its uh, attempt to cover up proof of alien involvement. Yeah. The main evidence cited by ufologists, uh, besides strange markings on the ground, unmarked aircrafts and a lack of footprints by the animals is the clean, precise cuts on the bodies. These people are skeptical of this bloating dehydration explanations, knowing that it seems unlikely that human tools could achieve laser-like cuts 
or that humans could kill the animals without leaving evidence. So they point to aliens as being the suspects here. Got it. And multiple farmers in 1974 claimed to witness UFOs on the nights their cattle were harmed. Right. One claimed he saw an object which looked like it had a little bluish-green light on its side with a glow surrounding it. Next thing you know, 10 dead cows with their dicks missing. Because that's exactly what aliens do. There was um, also a, 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 a fl- something on fire on my doorstep. I went to put it out, and it was a paper bag of dog do. <laughs> I think the aliens left that too. I mean, maybe they use the cow blood to learn about humans, mm-hmm. to make their own humans. Have you ever heard of this guy, Chuck Zukowski, UFO expert? No. Uh, he's known for working to uncover uh, alien activity here and government involvement in protecting the secrets, he asserts that there's much more to these cattle mutilations than meets the eyes. Mm. That meets the eye here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I, I kind of think uh, the cult thing does kind of make sense. Government experimentation, definitely. But I'm kind of leaning towards the chupacabra. Local yeah. folklore said that uh, these mutilations could have been, uh, could have been uh, per- perpetrated by a chupacabra. Pepe Comida. <laughs> the dick the eaters. Dick eaters. <laughs> they got a chain, yeah. What are chupacabras? Is it like a, are they like mostly a Southwestern cryptid? Yes. Yeah, they are. For the, well, South American. Um, I'm sorry, Central American. Hmm. And yeah, in Texas and shit. But they go all uh, the way up to Colorado. Do they hang yeah. out in like... You know, well, there's some, there's some, there, there are some of the persuasion that the chupacabras are like some kind of weird alien hybrid. Hmm. Like they, like a, if you look up uh, like depictions of it, you'll see a lot of like drawings of it where it looks like a, a gray alien. Like it looks like a gray alien fucked a green Sonic the Hedgehog, and then that's what you got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I thought they killed goats. They do. They, I mean, but they're apparently like, basically, usually when, because every now and then there'll be some like guy in Texas who's like, I caught a chupacabra. I shot it down on my, I'm and a like land man, a, and you got to come hair, see it. Like, and it, yeah, it's like a coyote with mange or yeah, something. Yeah, that's, that's like a golden you know? retriever with alopecia or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, getting back to this Salem, Oregon um, incident here. Uh, Dave Bonard here, director of uh, Oregon State University's Agricultural Research Center, he believes that, uh, that there was no indication that these animals were felled by predators or eaten poisonous plants. Oh, really? Um, that's what Dave Boner says? That's what Dave that's his Bonert a- says. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, if people killed the bulls, a motive could be to financially harm the ranch, knowing that breeding bulls cost thousands of dollars each. Yep. And 100 plus calves... Each of them, sire, are collectively worth you know much more. So it makes sense that you could kind of you know harm the ranch by that. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards here. Uh, Marshall suspects the bulls were killed to get organs. Oh yeah, Marshall's the uh, Colby Marshall, good old Colby. He's the owner of the ranch. He suspects the bulls were killed to get organs of the free-ranging bulls for some reason. Obviously, the bull parts would be available cheaply oh, or free at a reason. slaughterhouse. Wow, it's a good investigation. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> He says there's no sign that scavengers removed the organs of the bulls and someone used a knife or scalpel to do it. 
quote, to lose a completely healthy animal would be an oddity. To lose five young, very healthy, in great shape, perfect bulls, all the same age, that's outside the bounds of normal activity. So Colby here, Mm. this is what he thinks, that the bulls were darted with a tranquilizer that knocked him out. While some people acted as lookouts, others bled the animals out by inserting a large-gauge needle into the tongue and into an artery. Then remove the organs after the heart stopped beating. <laughs> that's a pretty that's uh, accurate. Such a waste of time. But it's a, you know, <laughs> but it's Why a very it, like granular description here. Yeah, yeah, Colby. Yeah. Mm. I, you know, if what was it like? If uh, what is it like a uh, uh, Scooby Doo theory? Don't you think it might have been Colby that did this for attention? That's yeah. I, that's what I think. That's what I think. I think if you pull the he, mask off. He never wanted them to reopen that carnival, you know? <laughs> you pull that's the mask off, it. he's a chupacabra. Yeah, that's right. That's Colby. Now, Deputy Jenkins has a similar theory. He says, quote, personally, I would lean more towards the occult, where people, for whatever reason, whether it's a phase of the moon or whatever rituals they're doing with their beliefs, they're coming to different areas and doing that. <laughs> Doing what, Deputy Jenkins? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, that. They're wearing bull dicks as hats. Yeah. That's what they do. So the Oregon uh, Cattlemen Association is uh, offering a $1,000 reward for information, which seems pretty low. Yeah. Um, The ranch is uh, offering $25,000. Okay. So Colby Marshall is serious. He's putting his money where his bull dicks are. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go, cattle mutilations. I'm hoping I don't run into any in uh, in in Colorado, but sh- but I'll definitely uh, keep an eye out there. Well, grab me a bull dick. Yeah, I'll see if I'll see what I can do. Nice. People, it's episode seven oh eight here. Sick and wrong. Uh, we have some news stories coming up next. Uh, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hello, sick and wrong patrons. In case you haven't noticed, and judging by the numbers, you haven't. Sick and wrong has their very own Patreon page where you can find outtakes, extra stories, extra phone calls, and a whole lot more. These guys are putting out at least another hour to a week of additional content. To put it in perspective, here are some things that are more expensive than a $5 a month membership on Patreon. A pack of smokes. A value meal at any drive-thru. One $6 whore. Three $2 whores. A $10 crack rock. A six-pack of beer. A beer at pretty much any club. One movie ticket, two joints, and two gallons of petrol. Hell, when you break it up, it costs less than 17 cents a day, and that's cheaper than feeding a starving African child. So sign up and help these Jews continue to craft the fine podcast we all enjoy so much today. So the first story we have here uh, has to do with a, a groom who's accused of sexually assaulting a bridesmaid. Like right before the wedding, and 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 inexplicably here, this guy still got married two days after the assault. So hours before his wedding, twenty-eight-year-old Pennsylvania man named David Carney um, allegedly texted the bridesmaid that he's accused of sexually assaulting, and begged her to take the morning after pill. Hmm. Yeah. Um, he's a new husband now, Daniel Carney here. 
Oh, Daniel Carney. I think I said David before. Um, he was charged last week with involuntary deviant sexual intercourse of an unconscious person. Oh, boy. You're never going to shake that off your record here. Simple no. assault and indecent assault uh, for an incident that occurred two days before the wedding. So allegedly, Carney assaulted one of his future wife's bridesmaids following a pre-wedding celebration that involved drinking and rafting on the Delaware River. Mm-hmm. Rafting. Do you ever raft on the Delaware? No. No, I've never done that. Have I'd you like ever to. been rafting? No. I've never been rafting either. I don't yeah, see I myself enjoying that, though. I, th- I think I'd enjoy it. You know, I've had friends invite me, but it's to me. It's I like just, the sea. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. About yeah, river, I, I like but, oceans. Right. But it's like I, I don't know if I'd want to sit in like the sun, just on this tube floating down a river drinking Bud Light. I like that arcade game Tubin. Remember that? Oh, Tubin. That one actually yeah. was a fun game. That was a good game. I mean, I would probably do like, uh, I guess, whitewater rafting or something. What, where all this is just water spraying in your face constantly? I don't know. It's like, you know, it's kind of like a water ride at like a theme park. And you, okay. you know, you're like, it, but it just, it never stops. And you can die. <laughs> keep, I never yeah. do any of that kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm like, it's so, I'm so out of my element when people invite me to do that. It's like go camping or, or anything like that. Sometimes I do enjoy it, but right. I, I couldn't imagine myself enjoying rafting. I, what do you do? Do you just sit on a raft and just drink? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it goes <laughs> fast or if it goes, you know. You, is it just like a, you I think know. it'd be fun to do that on the Rio Grande or something, you know. Yes, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And the yeah. Amazon. Um, yes. <laughs> so when confronted by the police about his alleged crimes, Carney insisted that he, in fact, was the victim and that he felt he was being taken advantage of by the victim, uh, this woman here. Which, if you think about it, that's the Trump denial technique. Hmm. You know, because Trump just like, he totally flips it. He's a master of doing that. Like, have have you heard him recently? I think we were talking about this the other day where he's just like, impeach me, impeach Pelosi. Right. And everyone's like, yep, let's make a petition to impeach Pelosi. It's like, he's the best at doing that. It's like, I assaulted some, they're making this up. They assaulted right. me. Yeah. It was Bill Clinton and Hillary that did this sexually assaulting. Um, he's great at doing that, the flip. It's actually admirable. But I don't understand what like what does this guy think? You know, he he was being taken advantage of the by the victim. What did she like strap one on and push him down like prison style? Like I don't know, what does he what does he think? I don't like I guess it was like it's like that Matt Lauer thing, you know. Oh, yeah, Matt Lauer. That's he's using that technique too. I'm the victim here. <laughs> it's me that's the real victim. Right. Um, however, I think his uh, his uh, his his explanation of the uh, the incident here didn't really hold water because he later just admitted that he grabbed the victim by the arm and pulled her into a men's locker room at the Shawnee Inn and Golf Resort, and that's where the assault occurred. And then on on top of all that. Investigators obtained surveillance footage that clearly showed him pulling the victim who could barely stand into the uh, locker room. Um, in addition, there were text messages. And this was a pool party that was, what was this again? It was like, a, I guess, the, the, the bridesmaids and the grooms 
men is that what they are groomsmen and bridesmaids um they were all like let's go drinking and rafting for our pre-wedding so this is why i hate fucking weddings Mm. i hate doing shit like that right pre-wedding celebration we're gonna go in rafts and drink beer um but anyway yeah so uh, they were having this like pre-wedding celebration at the shawnee inn and golf resort and he just happened to like see this drunk girl and uh took advantage of the situation uh, there was even surveillance footage that showed it. And then also, please review text messages that he had sent to the woman asking for her forgiveness and requesting that, that she take emergency contraception. So listen to this text message. So, okay, at first this guy's all like using the whole denial technique. And then he does this. You know, there's no protecting this in court. There's no justifying this. Mm-hmm. Here's his text message. I wanted to apologize again for everything. Can we please just be as happy as possible for the bride? Think of the bride. Oh, man. Mistakes are behind us. <laughs> and I just need closure before I do this. And that's why I'm sending this to you. I'm as happy as ever to marry the bride. And I know this is terrible as well. But come on. My dick was out in the shower. <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay. Your dick was... Wait, he actually said that? (laughs) He says, my dick was out in the shower. Oh, my God. We never did do it, but would you consider taking plan B just to make damn certain, just in case? Right. There's almost no chance, but still, just tell me yes, I'm begging you. Yeah. What are you thinking, dude? (laughs) Like, who... Did you... I wonder if he... Do you think he spoke to any of his friends about this, or is he just taking matters into his own hands? I think he's taking matters into his own hands. What do you think would happen though if you told your best man, like, would you? That would be a weird moral quandary. Because your best buddy just told you that he sexually assaulted a bridesmaid, but actually didn't really do it. You know, just kind of his dick was out in the shower. Would you turn him in? I I don't know what you do in that scenario. I hope that never happens to me. I wouldn't know you either. You can't turn him in if you don't have. You know, you don't have enough information to, to do that. I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. know what I would not. I wouldn't know what to he do. He got caught, presumably, by somebody. Right. Well, yeah, he actually got caught by his uh, wife to be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the worst part about it all. Um, so the assault was reported to the police the day after the wedding. Uh, the bridesmaid told police that uh, Carney had assaulted her in the locker room shower. She said that she had lost consciousness because of her intoxication. And she woke up to a sharp pain as uh, Carney allegedly was biting her and groping her. Who is he? Marv Albert? Like, who does that? Yeah. Remember that guy, Marv Albert? I remember it, yeah. He was like that weird, uh, that the. A very just unnerving looking man. He's just so weird looking. Uh, but he like uh, uh, sexually assaulted this woman in a hotel room and just she had bite marks all over her back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, did he also sexually assault her? I, th- I thought he just bit her ass or something. No, no. He like oh, sexually okay. assaulted her oh, and then man. just bit the... Sh- and I think he was wearing like a negligee or something and right. like just bit the shit out of her back like a jackal. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> didn't didn't the fucking uh, ShamWow guy do the same thing? Have we just bit, like a, bit a girl like that? Yeah, uh, he, he bit like a prostitute or some shit. 
not don't sure. Act, don't act like you don't know. I, I remember the ShamWow guy, and I know he got him. Did he kill himself or something, or OD? I don't know what happened to him. I think he, I think he died. You think I don't so? know. I don't have my computer right now, but Vince Offer. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. He's still alive. Are we still alive? Yeah. Did he go to jail for biting that woman? Um, he should have. He got arrested. <laughs> does he wait? Does he still do sell the like pedal the shamwows? Uh, oh, okay. No, he attacked her and she bit his tongue and wouldn't let go. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, so she's gonna. How'd she do that? Chud or something on him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way you can stop the shamwow. <laughs> you have to bite his tongue. Yeah, you have he'll... to bite his tongue, and then he bites down on your tongue. And then you have to tell each other riddles until one of you laughs. <laughs> or then he'll wipe you into non-existence with a sham wow. Yeah. Just got to get him by the tongue. Correct. I bet you it was that guy that was killing the cattle. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, she lost consciousness and, uh, and she woke up to find Carney on top of her. It doesn't really say if there's penetrative sex, but who knows. Um, it's still a sexual assault. And so anyway, during the incident, his his wife, who actually still married him, after, keep that in mind, this woman still married this guy after this incident. She interrupted the assault and started reprimanding him. I like how they say that, reprimanding him. Like, you scoundrel. How dare you befoul my bridesmaid. Oh my God, the Shamwell guy made a movie called The Underground Comedy Movie. And it oh, looks like the comedy? worst thing that was ever made. Is he? What, it has, it has, it has a ske sketches featuring no effects. Slashes in it. Uh, Joey Buttafuoco is in it. It had a budget of <laughs> half a million dollars for some reason, and it made eight hundred dollars in the box office. Eight hundred dollars. Yeah. That's wow. Right. And it also features. Um, a superhero named Dick Man who dressed in a penis costume and defeated his enemies by squirting them with semen. <laughs> Do you think we can get an interview with the ShamWow guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think uh, I might try to do this. I'll just walk to, I'll just I'll just go over um towards the 101. I think he's like right under the fridge over <laughs> he there. Just lives in a tent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, the wife interrupted the assault, started reprimanding him. A physical fight ensued between the couple, and then they got married two days later. Mm. Rest is history. That's love. I wish I could find that kind of passion. Um, Carney admitted to investigators that he was highly intoxicated on the night of the assault. Uh, investigators also um, listened in on a call between Carney and the alleged victim. During the call... Carney admitted that he touched the woman's genitals. He stated that they did not have actual sex, but kept telling her that he was sorry, specifically repeating that it was his fault. Hmm. Uh, he has yet to plead to the charges in court, but he did post the $100,000 bail for his release, which I was assuming the whole time that this guy was white trash. But I think he's like some kind of white privileged, you know, piece of shit. <laughs> right. Hundred thousand dollars, but I don't. What I don't understand about this, after all of this that happened, why would she marry him? Right. And I highly doubt her bridesmaid is ever going to be friends with her again. Who knows? You know who knows? 
these people probably uh will probably all uh have some kind of orgy or something yes. i don't know god i hate weddings anyway what do you have here for the second story oh 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 mother who slashed stranger's throat during Taco Bell beef in Sandy, she was sentenced to seven years. That's what happened. I missed that so. one. That was a. Uh, I heard Taco Bell and I heard yeah. slashing of a throat. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess yeah. that's the gist that's, of the story. That is the gist of it. Yeah. Okay. So a Taco Bell customer in Sandy, which is a place apparently. Um, oh, it's in Maryland. I guess something like that. Or no, it's in Oregon. I'm sorry. Got a lot of stuff happening in Oregon this week. A lot of going on over there. Yep. Uh, a seven-year prison sentence for slashing the throat of a stranger who objected to her invective-laced rant about the restaurant service. <laughs> you know, almost every day in a Taco Bell, you get at least three invective-laced rants about about their service. That's true. That's true. Especially in inner city Taco Bells. Well, aren't the, and also the, aren't the Taco Supremes laced with invectives also? <laughs> I think. That's, that's what gives them and the like Taco Cheeto Bell flavor. Dust or whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> you know? So, and, and all of this transpired as her young, two young children and boyfriend waited in their car. Wow. So always use the drive through. So I you wonder know, what happened though. In. Do you think they went through the drive through when she was just pissed off? Maybe it was a long line because I've done that sometimes where it's like I'll just, park and then I'll go inside. Just go inside because it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, the beef began. Get it? After Luke, whatever. Uh, oh, okay. Jason Luxow is the. He was forty-eight years old. He got an eight-inch gash from ear to Adam's apple. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. An eight inch uh, is that a uh, Colombian survived. necktie? That's half a Colombian necktie. So. Eight inch gash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, second degree assault. Um, mm. She pleaded guilty to. Uh, yeah. So apparently, Luke Zat uh <laughs> said he asked her to stop berating the Taco Bell employees. <laughs> like poor, like poor Pearl, you know. What, what does what, did it say what time of day? It doesn't. Because usually um, these type of incidents occur like after like 9 p.m. Right. Well, she had two young children in the car. So it was probably earlier, yeah. Uh, she, she missed my jugular, missed my carotid artery by millimeters, <sighs> he told the paper. It's gruesome. It looks like I'm dead. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he kind of looks like the Kurgan from uh, Highlander. Remember that? What does that look like? No, I don't remember that. You ever remember that movie? That he was, uh, I forget the guy that played him, but he would drive around listening to Queen, and then they'd try to cut each other's heads off, and he just had this big, massive, like, gash, but it didn't go all the way through because he still had his head. And he, like, just had staples on it. Hmm. That's what I would do. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm seeing pictures of her. I'm not seeing pictures of this guy, but hey. She hot? Yeah. I like yeah, a chick know. that eats a Taco Bell and plays with knives. She looks totally bananas. You know? <laughs> not surprised yeah. about that. Yeah. Like, she looks like she's smiling for her LinkedIn picture. 
on the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I want to know what she was bitching about, like just because they were slow. Yeah, was the food it like was the, sure the food that prepared bitch, properly? Bitch at them about, you know. I'm sure there's plenty. Uh, yeah. So Luzkas said that his wound required more than a hundred stitches. He recently grew facial hair to mask the scar. <laughs> I don't particularly like having a beard, he said, but I didn't like looking at myself either. God, why don't you own that scar? You're now a yeah. Halloween decoration. Yeah, that's right. You got God, a, you know, you got soy boy beta cuck. Mm. Louis Cow said he and his wife had gone to the fast food chain the night of July 9th to pick up a few Taco Supremes and a Mexican pizza. It's a romantic night out. Mason, attired in a black wig, no, I'm sorry, a blonde wig, was already making a scene when they arrived. But she was wearing a wig? Yeah. So she had a blonde wig, and she was yeah. just screaming and cursing at the Taco Bell staff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why is it unusual that she has a wig? Nah, I was just, I, I don't know, I was just wondering. I mean, is it like a weave, or is it like some, like a clown wig? <laughs> Like, I'm just wondering, like, does it specify if it was like a weave or a clown wig? Yeah, it's like an Emo Phillips wig, <laughs> or, you know. She's, you know, she's a black woman, you know. Haven't you noticed how, like, black women, like, can they have, like, a completely different hairstyle? Like, oh, I guess that makes next sense, week? yeah. You know what I mean? But I didn't think, I thought they had, like, more of, like, a weave that's weaved into their regular hair, not like a full I don't know wig. This, I don't know the whole science of it. All right. I just know that I, it a it seems kind of cool that you can change your entire look, but b I'm always like, how much of your life is spent doing that? It must doing be so, that, yeah, like hours. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see that uh, documentary that Chris Rock did called Good Hair? No. That's great, actually. It's really good. It's about like uh, yeah, like black women's hair right. and how they should appreciate the fro. But there's like there's a part in it where uh, there's a scene where they're the girls, women were talking about going to the salon for like eight hours. Mm. Dude. Do you hear that? Yeah. That was my Siri. Mm. My Siri just goes off randomly thinking I'm talking to her. That's funny. Turn it off. I turned mine off. How do you turn it off? I'm listening. It's, it's, she's still listening. It's fucking weird. Like today she was just like, I don't know any Asian ladies in red. I have no race. <laughs> That's what she said today while I was at work. I was not talking. What? It's still talking to me. Asian ladies in red. Yeah, she's like dancing with me. She's like, I don't know any Asian ladies in red. I have no race. Fucking bizarre. Anyway, but anyway, in in the uh, the documentary Good Hair, this woman was getting her hair done for eight hours, and she had made her boyfriend just kind of sit there and wait, and he's just kind of like sitting there with a couple other guys. They're just like, yeah, we just read the paper and hang out, and then they're like, so after you get it done, do you put your, you know, do you do you feel your your girlfriend? She's like, I don't. He's not allowed to touch my hair, and the right. guy's like, oh, I don't go anywhere near her hair. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. So it's some serious it. shit these wigs. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't fuck around. Um, I remember when I was a kid, because my mom is like Sicilian, so she's got like curly hair. So she, I mean, she like straightens it now, but I, I remember like in the 80s, she'd actually get it, make it more curly and get like a perm, because that's what people did in the 80s, because it was a yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, it was popular. <laughs> Did you remember that? that? Like, and it used yeah. to be like, it just stinks. 
Like the whole everywhere stinks. Well, because they put some kind of chemical, do it like a corrosive chemical. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Nobody's doing that now. No, and they and the Uh, curlers and all that. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, she continued to fume over how long it took to get her food. Okay, the management had already told her to leave. As she continued to rant and rave, I told her to be quiet. Told her to zip it. I said, that's what I said. I said, zip it. Zip it. Like fucking Dr. Evil. Yeah. Zip. Zip it. Zip it. Zip. Zip it. Zip. Yeah. Oh God, you know, this guy deserved to get his throat slashed. Pretty much. He, really, he deserved to be fully, like, fully decapitated. Yeah. You know, God. generally, if you walk up on a scene like that, you don't, unless somebody's, like, getting serious, you know, you, no, you, you enjoy the jump. show. You don't you want to savor the jump moment. into some shit like that. You know? No, you never do. You oh, know, God. there was a Taco Bell that was in the Tenderloin that I used to go to. It was right around like Eddie and uh, Polk or something. It was right around there. And they used to go to Taco Bell. It was like half Taco Bell, half uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I remember one time I walked in there and there was like this crackhead. Like, I swear I told the story on the show. This crackhead was trying to return a half-eaten Whopper. Yeah. And the Filipino woman behind the counter was just like, no. And she'd barely spoken any English. And she's like, come on. And then she just started grabbing all the condiments and just throwing them off. And then screaming and throwing the ketchup at her and just screaming at her. And they're just like, no, because they wouldn't take the Whopper back. And I was standing there thinking, like, should I do something? And I was like, why would I do something? And so I just kind of stood back and just watched the whole thing. It was before people videotaped, you know, videoed on their phones. Right. But I remember just being like, why would I do something? Who asked you that? Who said? I, I didn't do anything. I just walked in there to get Taco Bell. And oh, when okay. I walked in, I walked in upon a scene of this crackhead trying to return a half-eaten Whopper to a Taco Bell. Right. And then the Filipino lady that was working there was like, we don't serve that. You didn't get yeah. that here. And the, the, the crackhead just like just had this massive tantrum and started wilding and throwing like condiments and everything. It was great. Yeah, you don't need to, you know, like... Taco Bell employees don't need you to defend them, you know? I, I can't yeah. tell you how many, like, security footage videos I've seen where a Taco Bell employee just jumps over the fucking counter to attack the fucking screaming lunatic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, I, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So. You know? I didn't leave either. I just kind of stood there and watched and then got my right. food after she left. Oh, sure, sure. So, uh, after exchanging a few words, Mason stormed out of the restaurant, police said. She returned a few minutes later with a knife and slashed the man who had told her to pipe down. Good. Yeah. He deserved it completely. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it. like, yeah. I mean, you know. I, I just, I, I don't know if this is racist to say this, but it's like, <laughs> I, I generally Probably try isn't. to go my life without, I've always had the policy of like, try not to argue with African-American women. <laughs> If you can, if you can, if you can, you know what I mean? If, if you can do so, um, you just, know, without, just avoid it. Just try to avoid it because you're not going to win. Because You're not going to win. It's no. going to be, you know, you're going to look like, like, just don't do it. And try to not do it. Especially one with crazy eyes. Yeah. You know, so, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Just watch the show. Yeah. I mean, especially say, say zip it. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, then like, I would have been like, you deserve that, buddy. You know what? This isn't you even deserve like, that. Now that I've gotten to this point, this isn't even a sick and wrong story anymore. It's just like, this is totally normal. <laughs> this is completely justified. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, someone didn't have a gun in the Taco Bell and shot her. Yeah. You know? Uh, my blood began to pour out of Liz Cow's neck. Ooh. My, my, wa- my wife thought I was playing a practical joke with the hot sauce packets, she said. <laughs> <laughs> what just like turn around spraying hot sauce all over your neck yeah who the fuck does <laughs> who that? would do that mm. and it's also kind of weird that this woman is so desensitized that she thinks her husband's playing a prank on her rather than just like blood just gushing from his neck Well, i think it's probably hard to that's something you don't see every day you know yeah i guess not and, and this guy seems like he's a bit of a randy gentleman mm. you know a randy character here Needless to Zip say, it. I didn't get my order that night. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, I wonder if Taco Bell was like, if he expected Taco Bell to, for like protecting their honor to give him like free food for six months or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been like, fuck you. Your stupid so Mason, Zip it. Mason sped off in a silver Kia Soul <laughs> that, <laughs> that almost ran over his wife who was pursuing the knife-wielding woman. Whoa. Yep. The wife was going after her. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Co- cops pulled the car over a short time later. Um, it was, uh, she was in there with her boyfriend and two young children, uh, ages two and four. Wow. So the, sus- the suspect's blonde wig was no longer on top of her head. Oh, did she leave it in the store? Mm. The restaurant? Um, I, she probably took it off. And, oh. You know? Because it's like if you're driving... It's a real easy the, thing the you wig, can do yeah. to change your appearance. Take the wig off, right? Well, that makes sense. So, unfortunately, you're still in the fucking car. Everybody saw you let leave in, but hey, <laughs> you know. I'm sure she had a license plate. You know, someone got the yeah. license plate. Right. Um, but yeah, so um, we found it in the boyfriend's pants. Found said the wait, police detective. <laughs> wait, the wig? Yeah, the wig was found in the boyfriend's pants. Yeah. They were just like, we don't know. What are you talking about? We weren't at Taco Bell. That's my you, pubic you might hair. Be, you're looking for a blonde-haired woman, aren't you? Yep. I just um, think, what, what he said, like, those are my pubes. Stop grabbing them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny yeah. that she was like, she, even though she's an insane lunatic that just, like, slashed some dude's throat, got in the car... Starts taking it off and was like, put this wig down your pants. And he's just like, all right, baby. Mm. You know, he's too scared to even do, say no to her. He's ride or die, man. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, so she was indicted on all sorts of bullshit. Attempted murder. Uh, Thomas was also arrested. Man, he got arrested for hiding the wig. Tampering with mm. physical evidence. You got to be kidding me. His case was later dismissed. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. Someone's got to take care of the kids. Just the fucking, yeah. The the kids are just like, that's my mom. That's right. (laughs) That's my mama. That's my Uh, mama. (laughs) According to, uh, wasn't that like the catchphrase of a show? I don't know. Was that (laughs) the catchphrase of like mama's family or something? Was it? It, I don't even know. I think it was. That's my mama. God, that show is terrible. No, I'm sorry. It's, It's a show. It was a show called That's My Mama. Huh, with who? With From like the 70s. uh um the woman that Nell Carter. Thirty nine episodes. 
Wow. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, starring Teresa Mer. I don't know who any of these people are. Okay. Hmm. They figured it was a Martin Lawrence character. No. Yeah. No, it's real. It's a real deal. That that's the thing with uh, this guy. Like this guy, I, I I agree with you. This isn't a sick and wrong story. This guy was it was fully justified having his throat slashed, and the the reason being is I hate people that that have to white knight and intervene like this. Mm. Don't you hate that? It's like you come in, you, you go to like these fast food places all the time, and it's so rare that you get to witness an incident of this sort. And I I love it. I, mean, I live for these type of things. When you go there and you're like, here's a crackhead just wilding out and going insane. Yeah. Like, I'm going to watch this and it's going to be fun. And then along comes some dickhead that's like, zip it, okay? It's like, fuck you. Uh, yeah, so uh, Mason was already on state supervision for an armed robbery conviction in Maryland. God, this woman is crazy. up a pizza delivery man <laughs> at her home. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, she she's like not the most intelligent criminal. Yeah. But God, she's got the criminal mindset. Hand over the cheesy bread slowly. Hand over the cheesy bread. But it's like uh, this guy knows where you live, and so does the pizza company. You know the restaurant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like there's no covering these tracks, lady. No. It's not the perfect crime. So. Wow. And then you know she's gonna be going to prison here and then probably uh she'll get you know violated on her probation for the maryland uh pizza charge <laughs> and then the, 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 this article ends with loose cow this fucking guy i wish he'd die God, that guy uh, saying Fuck that guy in the meantime i guess she gets to enjoy the scenery here for a few years <laughs> that's loose cow what God. a coop what a piece of shit i can't believe he even has a wife there's a yeah. woman that has sex with that guy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Garbage person. God, it's garbage mm-hmm. human. Yeah. Man, now he's a fucking neckbeard because he doesn't want to show that scar off. Got to wear that scar with pride. That's a hell of a story there. Yeah. You know? Anyway. People, send your story. Stick around podcast at gmail.com. We have some phone calls coming up next. Stick around hotline 323-522-4032. Uh, We're going to get to those calls in just one minute, but first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Um, the first call we have here is from a, uh, a sexy librarian. Hey, it's the uh, librarian again calling you guys. Um, I was pretty stoked to hear my call. I was a little disappointed because I didn't get one sexy librarian joke or, you know, rag the entire call. And I just wanted to let you guys know you missed a golden opportunity because I'm probably one of the only librarians that's kind of into that trope. Oh, come on. They're all into that trope. Yeah, yeah. Name a librarian that's not into that. Even the old ones. You get a little bit of a titter. I don't think the old ones are, you know. (laughs) Have you tried it? Have I tried what? Whispering sweet nothings into their ears. Oh, no. Complimenting no, their looks. I have 
Shh. Shh. <laughs> you are so beautiful to me. Shh. Where's the Jane Austen books? <laughs> um, I don't recall, but I remember she called in talking about some like homeless guy masturbating to like a, a computer, but... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really, really surprised we didn't comment anything about her being a sexy librarian. I remember thinking about it and then just being like, I'm better than that. It, <laughs> it's so, too yeah. quotidian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like I like, I don't know. <clears throat> I guess I, at that particular day, I felt like I had a higher sophistication than a Van Halen music video. Right <laughs> <laughs> but apparently Not that's what she dick. wants. But I don't yeah. know. I'm a dick today, so I'm gonna be a dick. That's what she wants. But anyway, I don't know. She's yeah. Of course, of course, we like it. You I, know? Yeah. But I mean, there, who there, doesn't like the sexy librarian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there kind of needs to be a visual component for it to work. You know? Yeah. Just true. hearing about homeless people masturbating isn't gonna do it for me, sweetheart. Now hearing so. about her masturbating. Yes, that's with a like story. a copy of Moby Dick or something. Yeah, I would be into yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's okay though. If my voice doesn't inspire sexy librarian jokes, my stories will delight you. Because that's what you get when you work in a public library is a ton of stories. Um, I used to work in a public library in L.A. County. Uh, It was a pretty affluent Hmm. community, but um, the surrounding communities weren't, so we'd get a really weird mix of people. Um, I would say that Dee was asking about uh, jack-off stories. I do have quite a few of those. In fact, a large amount of my day on the desk was telling men old enough to be my grandfather that, no, they can't jack off to hentai porn or cam girls on a public computer. So, um, Don't you think they would have, like, fucking net nanny set up or something? Like some kind of firewall to block that? You'd think so. Like, I'm just amazed that someone can go and do a search for, like, hentai porn on a library, a public library computer. I'm kind of curious if she has an MLIS degree. I doubt it. No, maybe. Who knows? Why do you doubt it? I don't know. I don't for public mm. life. Well, do you Gen- need it for it's like, well, I think it's one of those libraries? things. I think it's one of those things like like a pharmacist. Like you got to have one there, you know? You have to have a master's to work in a public library? I look, I don't know. All right, but I, I feel like that's true. I thought you'd just get a like my girlfriend's in a like a, I don't know, like a two-year certificate course at Pasadena City College. Okay. But <laughs> Maybe maybe if you're working at like a university library. And maybe or that's what I okay, maybe yeah. that's yeah. Fair enough. I'm gonna let you guys know about my one of my favorite jack off stories. Uh, I was working one day and we had a transient guy that was at the back entrance of the library. Transient. And he was getting baked, you know, hanging out. And the um, one of the patrons saw him and they, we ended up calling the police, so the police came and they told him, you know, you can't get high in the back entrance, you know, it's a public building, yada, yada, yada. So he, they asked him to leave for the day. So he comes back the next day and he didn't, um, he didn't get high, which I guess is a good thing, but he then proceeds to masturbate all over the teen room, uh, which is kind of set off in a secluded area. So if we don't know somebody's in there and it's not crowded, you can get away with a lot. Wait, what's in the teen room? Hardy Boys like, novel. Yeah, I don't know, no, like young adult authors or something. Yeah. That's where. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's what's in the teen room? Like the, the Twilight teen. books. I we didn't have a teen room at my library in my town. I didn't. Yeah, I don't. Why I'm, would you I'm, have it? You know. Well, they had a young general, adult section, didn't they? 
Yeah, but it was like it was just, you know, they didn't want to encourage teenagers to hang out at the library because teenagers cause trouble at the library. Do you remember when? uh, Yeah, I, I, I know I did. I used to just steal everything. I would I would just be looking for any kind of porn mm. that I that I could find. But do you do you recall there being like a, an actual young adult section in the library? I mean, what was the young adult back then? Remember. Like Judy Bloom? Yeah, it was Judy Bloom. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> like that was young adult. That was young adult. And I don't and recall like, them like I don't now, know, a like separate piece or whatever. You know? Yeah, I guess um, books like that. Yeah, you're right. Like Red Badge yeah. of Courage. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that probably is young adult. Hatchet. Yeah. Um, there weren't any teens around because it was the middle of the day, so it was story time hour. There was a lot of parents and old people. And so when he finishes and he chooses all over the place, he goes into the children's area, which is right next door, and flashes his junk to a mom and her kids. And, um, <laughs> the mom is, like, horrified, and she goes to the... And the kid is traumatized for life. Yeah. After that, do you ever see that picture? It's a funny um, meme or viral picture that went around a while ago of some child that was at like the Folsom Street Fair with his parents, and you just see this dude walk by with this like fucking chaps and his dong hanging out, and this kid just has a look of just pure horror. Like there's That's some hilarious. things you don't want to see when you're that age. No. You know. And that's something Although you'll he's never probably forget. already seen his father's fucking dong, you know. I, I suppose. Mm. I don't know. The, my the rabbi never walked around with his dong hanging out. You know, I I, I, on, I can think of several occasions in the last ten years, in which I've walked in or or been walked in on by my bio dad or his girlfriend completely nude. What? Like just completely nude, just hanging completely out. Nude. Yep. Do they walk? Are they nudists? Do they hang out just no, in the nude? But I, they do hang. They do sometimes hang out in the nude. God, they should give you a fucking warning. Like put a tie on the doorknob or something. So it's, it's it's Europe, man. It's all. I guess it's Europe. Loosey yeah. goosey or whatever. You know. Yeah. Us and we call the police, and then um, the guy's obviously gone. But the worst part about it was that we didn't realize. Do they say anything? Are they like, oh, excuse me, my willy's out? Yes, that's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. My todger seems to be out in the, in the wind. Like, do they say anything or do you just kind of like, oh, excuse me? I, I, I react like, duh, you know, oh. is generally how I react. You're like, when in Rome... Start taking your shirt off. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, excuse me, or whatever. Don't know? they have other children there? Excuse me, dear. No. Oh, it's just them and you're in their house. So, yeah, their mm-hmm. kids are yeah. all grown up. All right. right. Well, I guess it's a, it's a good way to bond as a couple. He completed his session in the team room until a day later when our hall monitors or our security monitors let us know that we need to get the furniture cleaned because he had jizzed everywhere. Uh, so yeah, there was a whole solid day where people were sitting in cups. So yeah, uh, the public library is dirty. People that's a lot of skeeting. Wear your shoes. Keep it sick. Keep yeah. it wrong. Yeah, that is a that lot. That guy's quite, quite the skeeter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, he's got a, a healthy sperm count, this guy. Jesus. I mean, that's just... Why wouldn't you get rid of the furniture? That's the thing with public libraries. It's like they have this like 
you know, the budget's such a primary concern. So they're just kind of like, oh, and then we're going to have to like ask the city for more money to buy new chairs. So let's just, you know, use some Windex, wipe off the cum. It's disgusting. That's why I never go to public libraries. Why do you even need libraries anymore? Seriously. Um, to, to do, borrow books and to do research there. Yeah, but you don't even need, you could just, you could fucking get an EPUB. Almost every book has like an E version now. Some people have find it hard to get work done at home, right? I guess, but I mean, may, maybe public libraries in smaller cities, but when you go to like the public library in fucking like downtown LA, you ever go to that one? It's all homeless yeah. people. It's awesome though. Yeah, it is a cool one. That's isn't that where the lizard people go come and go? That is, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the ways. That's uh, where the lizard people come and go. Talking of Michelangelo. <laughs> well, uh, thank you there, um, sexy librarian. Uh yes. you, you definitely um uh tell a good masturbation story. <laughs> yeah, I've got it bad. Yeah, that's that's Pop uh, the teacher. Yeah, no, I'm very, very turned on right now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man yeah titillate me with more homeless do, masturbation stories i actually do i actually do like those stories i do too actually because it's I'm not a fan of shit stories but if it's a homeless person doing fucked up shit at a library or at a starbucks i'm into it yeah same with me i, I love yeah. like any kind of weird public uh masturbation you know, a story like that. Like, the, the guy's like a total menace. And that's the thing with public libraries, especially L.A. County. Yeah, you're going to get some weirdos. So, uh, yeah, please call again. And, I, and you know, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't say you do have a sexy voice. Yes. So, there you go. Uh, next, uh, next caller, this guy has, like, the complete opposite of sexy voice. In fact, I think this voice causes impotence in the Schlitzy. Yes, a large swath of the country has impotence because they've listened to his voice more than once. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Schlitzy. I lost my sperm count. Yeah, no, mine lowers every time I hear it. Yeah, my mm. balls like retract into uh, my urethra. <laughs> what were those things? Remember muffing? What was that? Muffing. Yeah, the inguinal canals. The inguinal canals. That's where my balls run in in, in fright when he Mm. speaks. Here you go. Uh, If I wanted to comment on something that uh, has been in the back of my head. So once Jizzy Jake was saying, I don't know how this pussy's so good after four kids. And Harrison said, well, I don't think vaginas work how idiots think they do. (laughs) I want to comment on this. Um, My lady, she's nine years older than me. She's 41. Milady, 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 milady. So proper. And uh, uh, we've been experimenting sexually. Uh, first off, like you know, being older, I found older women like certainly have been doing kegels for a while, so that's just tight as fuck. Um, Is that true? I don't know. Do you find a lot of older women like work out their kegels? Oh yeah, yeah, because they all they all buy those jade eggs from uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's <laughs> goop. So wait, does Gwyneth Paltrow just have like perfectly honed kegels? Yes. Oh, because right. you don't even have to do kegels. You just get a jade egg and just shove and it, in it in there? there. Yeah, you just put it in there. All right. Um, you just have to. You just have to make sure you know. Fucking. It doesn't uh, get stuck. You know, <laughs> 
Peter Laurie and Sidney Greenstreet don't come after you trying to get the jade egg, the jade egg, the Maltese Falcon, you know, <laughs> of your vagina. That's, that's the like uh, uh, Bang Bros version of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing that I have wanted to do was fuck her with a bottle. Um, so we've been playing around. I've never understood that. It's like, could you just go get like a. I don't know. I hate a this bottle shaped show. dildo. I on I, I hate this show. I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta just say it. Oh, believe me, I've hated it for years. Yeah, <laughs> but now, now you have that mental image of Schlitzy fucking some girl with a bottle. Yeah, just spazzing out with Ugh. a bottle in his hand. Now with that, and one night, uh, you know, she was she was like, "Yeah, let's let's give it a try." So, <laughs> okay. I got a, you know, a fucking, you know, I don't drink beer, so I got a, you know, a root beer bottle and cleaned it up. IBC root off, beer? Got he got an IBC root beer bottle? <laughs> the fuck? He, he got a root beer bottle. Mm. But why not try, like, a 40-ounce or something? That's a, that's what I'm talking about. Get to, get to that level. Okay. It's like master-level bottle fucking. 40-ounce of Mickey's. Sanitary and started fucking her with it. I haven't been able to get it in her, um, you know, because I'm obviously not trying to hurt her too much, but I am in. Then what the are you even doing? Her. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, whose idea was this? Why does he even this? want to do this? It sounds like he just fucking gro- you grasping in, in the dark here. I think what he wants Why to do is it? prove your theory that vaginas don't work that way. Okay. Do you, do you think he's just like, well, Harrison said that uh, vaginas don't get, you know, lose their elasticity with age. I'm going to prove that. My control. Oh, <laughs> with the scientific method. Yeah. The yeah. scientific method. Like fucking Bill Nye. I intend to prove that here today on the program. <laughs> on the program. And then I will doesn't report sound like, my findings. All, what is the appeal of that? Can you Do you know? I, you know, I have no idea. I don't know. It's like, cause it's like you want to do, you want to fuck your partner the way that, you know, I don't know. You, you fucking Hellboy sexu- would fuck sexually her. Sexually violated by a, a hobo. Like, yeah. Or a, by Hellboy or some train with, car. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a car, like Carl Panzeram. You want to, you want to have like Carl Panzeram sex or something, <laughs> you know? I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. But although, doesn't it, doesn't it work like that when you, like, you know, a large dildo like that? Some women really get off on it? Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's I what guess he's the bottle. Yeah, with. the bottle, it's like, I don't know. I guess it's, like, gr- gritty, you know? And maybe, I don't know. Yeah. There's, uh, there's plenty of ways to degrade your fucking partner sexually. Why do you need a... Why do you need a bottle? That's what I'm saying. It's like, couldn't you go to like fucking Adam and Eve and get some dildo around the same size? It's not glass. Yeah, I mean, to each his own. But um, I don't know. know. He just doesn't sound. It doesn't. It just sounds like he's just randomly choosing a a thing to do. And then what do you do? You lube it up. What do you do with the bottle after? Definitely don't drink from it again. You save it um, so that it can be. Cataloged later into evidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do with it. Um, and so I get, I've, I've been doing it every once in a while when we're getting a little kinky. And I got to say, when Break I, out the bottle, I get Schlitzie. the bottle, when I take it out and fuck her afterwards, her pussy is so much tighter 
than it was before. Like, I think, like, you know, putting stress on, on the inner walls um, and her muscles, it's making her fucking tighter. I mean, it's, like, insane how good it feels after... It's like he's redoing a basement. It sounds like he's redoing a... <laughs> I thought I think he's this like. This is a why Jacques the birth Cousteau rate is so low. Something. This is why the birth rate is oh, so yeah. low. Oh yeah, God, because he's going around talking to people. Oh come you on, know? this guy should have been sterilized. I never want to have sex ago. again after hearing this. Call. This guy should have been sterilized years ago. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, what is he like? I'm the explorer of the vagina, <laughs> like doing his experiments on it or something. Fucking Doctor Mengla over here. That shit out for a while. So yeah, pretty sure that vaginas are resilient as fuck, and no matter how old you are, that shit is still tight if you work. Kyle Harrison, see, send me my goddamn book. I did send you your book, you fucker. Mythbusters, that's that's their Schlitzy doing some myth busting. Yeah. Some at-home myth-busting right some, there. Some hobo myth-busting. <laughs> yeah, man. hobo myth-busting by Schlitzy. <laughs> wow. That is uh, rather vile. Yep. Man. God, yeah. Sometimes I do hate this show. God damn it. Yeah, it's going to take you a long time. We have to drink a lot, smoke a lot of weed to, to, to forget that story. Um, some mental image I just want to erase. Uh, last call we have here is from uh, you remember that guy? I, I think I was calling him Simon from Festival. Oh he, yeah, he called in that he like hooked up with some chick at the festival, and mm-hmm. I forget what happened. She like bit his balls or something. I don't remember something like that. Like he bit mm-hmm. his or she bit him, and he. Bled. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. So, something like that. But anyway, he calls in with a... I, I don't think we believed him. I think we were skeptical. So he calls in now with another story. Hey, guys. Um, what's up? It's that guy, Simon from the festival, calling again. Uh, as expected, you didn't fucking believe my last phone call about the girl who um, was into uh, parts of her body being eaten. It, it, by, it was by far the most fucked up thing that's ever happened in my life and i was really part of her body being eaten that's what it was i don't remember that at <clears throat> that part of it at all i think that's what it was like she Did wanted she bite his testicle or something no i think she wanted him to bite her breast or something and eat it and he was all like freaked out about it like an Eng- like a proper englishman yeah hoping of all the fucking people to believe me it would be you you fuckers but you didn't so i mean hey we have like a healthy dose of skepticism here yeah you gotta do that to be honest i don't really remember the call that well was it just that she wanted him to pretend like he was eating her breast See, I can't really comment on it. i don't remember what he said i think she wanted to eat like a vaginal discharge or something but <laughs> it's like it's like a you know it's like remember. a dim memory of a of a fucking remembrance at this point all right yeah so exactly whatever i guess I'll and also have to keep it's like if, some... if that it freaked you out that just means like you're in your 20s or whatever and you haven't you know <laughs> seen enough weird stupid shit yeah harrison <laughs> has eaten a lot of body parts yeah i mean and, i uh, believe it i mean i, I it's it's unusual for a woman to have 
uh, um, paraphilia like that, but I mean, it happens. It happens. I mean, a yeah. lot of women do. It's like you got to be good giving a game in these situations. Yeah. Impressed Englishman here. More shit to myself then. Um, thanks for that, guys. Really appreciate that. And yeah. Um, anyway, I'm calling back again with an. This is a safe space, okay? You can yeah. share here. You can. Another phone call. Uh, this one, I don't know, slightly less fucked up. Uh, maybe slightly more believable too. Who the fuck knows? But uh, it's about another girl. Uh, basically in college, I was um, just starting to get in the swing with my ex-girlfriend. Um, and it was quite early. early. Who the fuck hooks up with somebody at a festival? And then ask them to indulge in like their weirdest fetish. Isn't I mean, that what happened? On a lot of drugs, but I yeah, I need to hear retarded. that story again okay. to really yeah, yeah, yeah. to really be able to uh, conjecture on it. But I mean, I guess it could happen. But I mean, you know, if we had a dime for every Englishman telling festival stories, you, you know. know what? I, I vaguely remember what happened, but I highly doubt we were actually like freaked out about it. Mm. Is that what he's implying? That we were actually kind of like, oh my God, I've never heard anything implying. so terrible. No, I think he's offended because we didn't believe him or whatever. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, sometimes we, got a we lot call of bullshit. Man. We got we a lot do. of character actors calling in. Yeah. You know? you know, a lot of fabrications that happen on the show. That's correct. Yeah. Days with us, but she was, uh, we're both in my, in my dorm room going at it and she's on top of me and I, uh, you know, it's not often that I do, but I had my eyes closed for some fucking inexplicable reason, and she bopped. I felt something fucking smack my head a little bit, and I like, I didn't really even think about it, and then suddenly I feel dripping on on my body and face, and I open my eyes, and you know, obviously she's there cupping her nose with blood streaming down her body. That's uh, what the that isn't that what the Scottish do on their fifth wedding anniversary. <laughs> It's like something just wooden, headbutt, silver, and then a headbutt, and a like headbutt. That. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Glasgow kiss. Be completely mortified. Um, muffled screams from from behind her closed hands, and so she jumps off of off of me and uh, runs to the loo. Mm. And uh, you know, I guess it was fucking the day of the blood or something because she was also on her period. So I was. Uh, <laughs> Wow. I mean, gee, I'm surprised she didn't pass out. This guy, this guy is probably the guy that's uh, exsanguinating all the cattle. That's right. I think he yeah. is a chupacabra. He is. An English chupacabra, this guy. <laughs> I don't know how they get that far away, but I mean, maybe they like stole away on a boat or something. But yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they stole away on boats like Nosferatu. They eat breasts. <laughs> they eat you know, breasts. They, they eat, go to festivals. They eat the udders and sexual organs of uh, livestock. And, 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 <laughs> yeah. and then they try to exsanguinate the, uh, the blood out of uh, young virgins. That's right. Literally covered head to toe in uh, various um, bodily fluids and blood. Anyway, boys, that's it. I love you guys. Keep it up. I'm loving the phone calls and uh, all the uh, good stories, all that Nazi shit. Well done, boys. I love you. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. We love you too there, Simon. Yes. Simon from the festival. Yeah, I think I told this story a long time ago, but 
I had like, I was doing a lot of cocaine back then. A lot of meth too. And it fucked with my nose. And I was fucking with a girl or I was having sex with a girl. Fucking with a girl. I was having sex with a girl. And uh, I, all of a sudden I just had this like spontaneous nosebleed. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, <clears throat> I, maybe, really. no. maybe because I had like. Very few times. I think maybe because I was like, you know, having some kind of like cardiac you know, movement or something going on, you know, some cardio going on and whatever it was, it activated it and it just shot out blood like all over. <laughs> and it was awkward. It was very awkward. There was no like head butting or anything. But it was really awkward, like shot out blood. And yet I can think of at least two very erotic sex scenes from the TV show Penny Dreadful that involved large amounts of blood. During sex. During sex. Have you ever actually had that? Do, do you like to be cut, right? Um, yeah. I mean, well, whatever. You know. <laughs> I, I like to be, <clears throat> I like to have a knife held to my throat. Um, if I'm cut or not is, is kind of, I'm indifferent to that, I guess. But you don't like, like, having, like, blood all over you and having no, like, no, no, bloody I don't like sex. Yeah. I don't like Although... Mess. You know, I'm not like really averse to having like period sex. It doesn't really bother me. There was a girl that wanted me to cut her, and I, I did it, but I didn't like it, and I don't think I'll do it again just because I was. She was into it, but like, I just don't. I'm too clumsy. I don't trust my. You know what I mean? I've, I've like. Where did she move. want you to cut her? Just like her arm or something. Oh, her arm. That's not that mm. big of a deal. Yeah. But God, I don't know. I'm just. It makes me nervous. Yeah, same with me. I, I just wouldn't want to do that. And plus, yeah. I don't know, I'm a bit of a germaphobe. I'd be all freaked out by it. Mm. Anyway, people, call the Sigmund Hotline, 323-522-4032. Don't be scared to share. It's a safe space. Me and Harrison withhold our judgment, <laughs> more <Yes>. or less. <laughs> uh, by the way... We really do appreciate you supporting the show by becoming a Sick Wrong patron. You know, we had several people sign up this week. And, uh, you know, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Not only do you give a gift to us, which is generous, and we do appreciate that, but we give back. We give back so much. You get so much for that, that donation that you give. Yeah. So just give a little, and you get a lot. The bigger the bills, the bigger the thrills, you know? I think this, this past <laughs> week, this, just this week alone, we had 75 minutes of outtakes. Oh, yeah, we had a lot, actually. We were talking about all sorts of stuff. And actually pretty good outtakes, too, not just... Not yeah, just, you know, we had, like, this kind of... Uh, Siskel Ebert type discussion of the Joker movie. Right. I went and saw the Joker movie a couple of days ago. And we had a whole discussion about it. Uh, we were talking about Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. going to Yom Kippur services. Talking um, about relationships. Relationships, yeah. There was a lot of discussion of that. And we were also talking about the show, The Titan Show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, th- that's the thing. It's a lot of random topics. But yeah, it had to have been like 75 minutes at least of outtakes. And not to mention we do an extra uh, extra news story and extra phone calls. Uh, with Jizzy Jake had this like rather insane uh, methamphetamine like induced Halloween story. I don't even know what else yes. I would describe it. It was it was definitely very insane. It was in two parts. But anyway, you just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. You sign up today and you get access to all that stuff. Not to that mention. That story was a lot like Ernest Scared Stupid. It just occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah. You know, it really was, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid. Um, but thank you. We do appreciate it. 
Uh, Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. Finally here, Sick and Wrong, Song of the Week. Uh, you know, we got to play something that's appropriate for a show that we did on cattle mutilation. Uh, here's a song by American Extreme Metal Band, all the way from San Diego, uh, Cattle Decapitation. Uh, the song's called One Day Closer to the End of the World, and it's from the uh, their album Death Atlas. Cattle Decapitation. I'm sure they're one of your favorite bands there, Harrison. Oh, love it. Yeah. Love it. Damn fine band. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 709. Till then, take it sleazy. Yeah.
thing I noticed at my work, which I, I don't, I mean, I don't really know if this means anything, but so on the eighth floor, as far as I know, I'm on the eighth floor and that's where all the executives are. They don't have their own bathroom and you see them taking a piss every now and then, but I've never seen a single executive and I'm talking like the owner and the founder taking a shit. Uh-huh. Never seen them walk out of a stall. I wonder if it's a Scientology thing. I don't know. That they don't take... I don't know. It's just weird that I've been there that long. I, I mentioned this to another guy I work with, and he's like, you know, I noticed that too. Like, I've never seen them take a shit. Hmm. It's not like I'm watching them take a shit, but I've never seen them exit a stall after. You know? Weird. Maybe they teleport their fucking feces. 